podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, March 12th, 2022. I'm your host, Andy Vaughan, and with me, as always, is Gordo. How are you doing, G-Man? Hello, I am very good. Very good indeed. And joining us this week, last week's guest, Mr. Jerome Else. How are you doing, Jerome? Uh, yeah, I'm good. Evening, evening. Ready to redeem myself. Yeah, the redemption <laughs> arc begins here. We'll get into last week's picks in just a moment and go through how we all did and how the show did as a whole. Um, starting with the banker bets, and I did not lead with a very good example here. Um, in the Japanese J-League, Gambozaka versus Kawasaki. Frontail taking last season's champions, Kawasaki. Reasonable. Banker odds of 3-5, to five, um, but the game ended 2-all. In fact, it probably should have ended 2-1 um, to Gambozaka. I don't know if you saw the Kawasaki equaliser in, in, in stoppage time. One of these guys, a guy hiding behind the goalie. Yeah, the goalie rolls the ball in the ball. Itself. Yeah, you <laughs> never see, see that. That's no. a Sunday league move. It totally um, is, yeah. But yeah, that's that's how that game ended to each. So a banker loss, which is which is horrible because we've been doing very well in getting all our bankers in. Uh, I didn't lose, but I also didn't win. This was a banker void for me. Uh, Mainz Dortmund was cancelled due to an outbreak of COVID in the Mainz camp, uh, which actually for me wasn't a bad result because it wasn't a loss. So uh, yes, no banker for me, uh, but also no banker loss. Jerome, what did you have? It have Wigan against Fleetwood and they won 2-0. So we don't need redemption on that. We did well. Early exactly. First half payout done. Yeah. That's what you want. You want that. You want the banker in nice and early. Done. That's that's the main job. Get the bankers in. I failed at it this week. Um and I didn't do much better when it came to my value pick at Saturday, 3 p.m. in the Scottish Premiership. Motherwell versus Dundee. Fancied Motherwell to win this game. They didn't. They drew it one each and they got booed off the pitch by their own fans um, for a lacklustre display. So while you might think a draw is decent, (laughs) it really isn't. They should be beating Dundee um, and their fans certainly let them know it uh, at the end of the 90 minutes. So no banker, no value, no good. There was a quote from, um, I seen a Motherwell fan was talking about one of the quotes when the extra time the official put up the, the the board for extra time and it was like extra three minutes. Uh, one of the Muddle fans immediately shouted at him, just fucking end it, mate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, so that's that's what I mean. It was lacklustre. I've seen my yeah. own team, Dundee United, do that uh, when, we, when we had 11 men against St. Johnson, 10 men a few weeks back. You know, the game could have gone on forever and no one was scoring another goal. Yeah. Just one of those, just just get it over, like, and hopefully they can do something next week. So it was really disappointing because I, I did quite well, not to give out spoilers for the the next two games I had quite a bit of money resting on the banker and the value and I couldn't get them in uh, my value was the worst pick of the weekend by a country mile this was Queen of the South versus Morton and Queen of the South were fucking 3-0 up at half time my phone just kept going ding 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 yeah ding. it's just and I got I got a message from one of the boys I know who listens to the podcast as well uh, but Craig messaged me <laughs> was it Craig he, 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 he chinned me on Sunday when I saw him at baseball he was like What's Gordon doing with that pick? It's like, I don't know. You ask you ask him. <laughs> Text me during the time with so I hadn't I wasn't on my phone at the, at that point. Uh, so I, I looked at like I I clicked, I was like, oh shit, I've got a message, right? So I clicked it 
But above it was three flash score notifications, and I was like, oh, I'll get back to them in a minute. And the message from Craig was, what the fuck are Morton doing? And I was like, ah, not going to bother with those flash score notifications. Um, once, so, yeah. Once the, bit, once the bit's greyed out, it's finished. Yes, it really is. Um, but yeah, it, it, so- made me, it, made me, it made me feel better about my picks, though, because if I pick a team to win and it's a draw, that's not as bad as the team getting beat 3-0. So, yeah, you know. and it wasn't even like 3 0 as a cumulative, like, do you know, that way where like 3 0 when they're maybe 1 0 down at half time and then like are on the break and get done twice. They yeah, were, no, it's just dead. They were just yeah. dead. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, Motherwell are playing Partick this weekend. Um, it's not Motherwell, sorry, Morton are playing Partick this weekend. Wouldn't be surprised if Morton gone and win this because the only two losses they've taken in their last six games have been the times I've backed them. So uh, I look for, I look forward to Morton uh, regaining their form this weekend when I have zero on them. So Jerome, the value slot, what do you have? Stoke, and they were an absolute shambles. 1-0 lose at home to Blackpool. Had nothing in attack, nothing in the... Useless. It's because I, I ended up... Because I back all the selections, I told you, if I, if I touch a Stoke game, doesn't matter if I'm backing for them or against them or for over-under goals... Or for fucking there to be over, I could back over 0.5 goal kicks in a Stoke game and lose. And then not having a goal kick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, just Stoke games. I just, oh, I just hate them. I don't know why. Is obviously, I mean, I don't control the outcome of Stoke games, but it feels like I do. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like you're a heavy influence. You're right. I, I just don't think it's. Uh, I, I, yeah, you know, You'll be tough... pleased to know there's no Stoke in there for there's me. There's no week, Stoke. Because... <laughs> I look no. forward to I look forward to hearing the uh, the non-Stoke version of this week's picks. Oh, to the outsider, this is where things turned to the better for me. I was in the Danish Super League, um, a league I really like and and have been quite successful in in the past. I took Bronby away at Silkeborg, twelve to five when I tipped them last week. You could get them at eleven to four on end play. You could get them quite big uh, after the first half they won the game 1-0 so a nice nice big payout uh, on, on my outsider this week outsider for me also a success um, really the only success of my week uh, Bologna versus Torino uh, 0-0 draw I backed it as a draw it was 9-4 it went well off that not much to mention uh, and a 0-0 draw truly but uh, the zero notifications finally I was happy with that like re- yeah. receiving what one total notification to say that it ended now. Yeah, was great. not not even a not even a notification for an off goal, off or for, or, for a nope. goal that was varred off. Just nothing. nothing. Love it. Really played out, played out a nil nil draw. This this makes me sound like so noob, but I didn't know what a Trixie was until I listened to the podcast because Andy had talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. And I had to get it explained to me by Joey what a Trixie I didn't even know it existed because you press show more multiples and you see what they are, but I didn't know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so hey, you're probably not alone in that. And because we've done the podcast for so long, we don't really explain, we just assume everyone's been listening for yeah. ages. Uh, I always back the outsiders as a Trixie, which is three selections, all the doubles, and the treble. So it's four, four bets. A unit stake about each, so total cost of four units, and it means if two of them come in, you get paid out. We've hit two out of three outsiders four times in the last six or seven weeks now. Yeah, we're, we're so hitting it's a lot actually of them. been we're hitting a lot of them, which is good. Um, we've not got yeah, the three paid, out of it paid, three yet. It, it paid me out 
28. Paid me out 28 on the outside door. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. It's better if we hit all three, though, because obviously I did, you're, you're only getting one double in out your four bets. If you hit all three, you get all four. Boom. Who let us down last week? I'm I mean, sure that's like, it seems like the perfect time to segue uh, for this bit. So, do you know, do you want to talk? I, I, a can, bit? I can, I can, let you know who let us down. Gillingham let us down. It was, it was a three nil, instantly down when they had eleven men, one nil in the first half. Then to make it worse, they got a man sent off, and there's no hope. And then it went to three nil, done. Yeah, I mean, it's done. not so bad when that's in your outsider slot. Do you know what I mean? Like that's it's an outsider for a reason. When it's your value pick, it's it sucks a bit more. Um, but yeah, it's maybe, it, maybe I went I went a little bit too cute. Maybe I just went a little bit too cute with that outsider. Uh, yeah. The outsiders are you know the outsiders are gamble. We're always picking. I mean, they were what twenty three to ten. You know, so yeah. you only need to get that in one out of every three times, and you're doing all right. So you know, we don't expect outsiders to win. It's just we've been doing very well at hitting them recently. So two out of three again, not bad at all. Um, on to the charity bet, tenor of our own money on a treble with one selection from each of us. Uh, my game, I think, was the first chronologically because it was Friday evening. Copenhagen versus Randers, again in the Danish Superliga, again another easy win. This one was 3-0 Copenhagen. This, it's just the sort of game that if you backed, is lovely. They're never in danger of losing. When they took the lead, it only got better. Drifted um, so so much in, like for the like you can see the punter starting to back them on a Friday night as well because they what seven to ten when you tipped them or it was it was actually slightly more than that I'm sure yeah. in your original so for everyone's info we all send each other screenshots and I'm pretty sure Andy's info at that point it was close it wasn't even money but it was it was getting close to it's there close yeah yeah and then as the week got on and then obviously on Friday when people are looking to build coupons and have a look at it they go now oh, Copenhagen looked good at home against Randers. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and they, and they were because they went off near one to two, I think. Yeah, they they they, they were off about then. It didn't matter though because uh, uh, Villarreal were 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 shite against Osasuna. Osasuna won this game. Who I thought would be bet of the week? I oh. thought would be the best. Uh, do you know? Do you know what I found? The bet of the week for me, Jerome, should never be mentioned because I don't think I've ever. See, when I got this, is the best they have ever brought. They lose fucking six now. Just like a kiss of death, right yeah, there. As soon as I, as soon as I say, oh, I'm not really sure about this one, but I've taken it in comfortable. So I've, I'm I'm unsure of all of my picks this weekend. I'm so <laughs> unsure. Um, but yeah, also soon I beat Villarreal uh, one nil. Um, not much more to say than that. It, they didn't even really have. They 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 they, they played all right, but you know they're not winning so that it doesn't matter in this thing so it was dead long before Cagliari versus Lazio how did that go for you Jerome? Lazio scored in the first 20 minutes so essentially we just got 70 minutes for a Cagliari goal and they did not deliver yeah they, they did not it's although a... they did have 16 attempts on well 16 goal attempts three on target you'd like to think that one could find the back of the net it did not matter at that point so don't, don't worry about it. It was stone dead by me. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'll be placing it again this week. Um, you know, and, there, and, and, there, and therefore, we can all predict you'll have a nice shite bag odds charity bet. It's, it's fucking <laughs> just, to, just to make sure it gets in there. It's, it's I've backed it the last three weeks. And basically, I know. I am, That's because I keep picking winning selections yeah. and you keep picking losing ones. In fact, you know what the worst part of the charity, I haven't even told you this yet, the worst part of the charity bet was, so Andy texts me on Friday night, um, and I was saying I've, I've put the charity bet on. Uh, I had to do it at Paddy Power because I'd, I'd already put some stuff on with three six five. So yeah. 
went in to put it in Paddy Power. And Paddy Power is the only bookie that do a stall screen between deposit and place and deposit. So I, I put on my tenor. I was like, deposit, that's fine. Put my yeah. tenor on and clicked it. Came back and I was like, yes, Copenhagen are up 1-0. Bet hadn't placed. So I had Copenhagen at 1-4. So not only if the charity bet had won, I was getting like 46 quid. I would then have had to top it up. Yeah. Because I, do you know what I mean? Like to get it up to 70 quid. It's like net 40 quid down to charity. Um, so uh, you'd, was, you'd have just had to be the banker yourself and just pay what it, it just, That's it. You take me. You've got to, you know, if you make the mistake, you've got to do it. But, um, you know, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. But that happened yeah, so with me with last week a Deli Ali booking. No one came on and got a booking. I put ten and it would have got one fifty. But I mm-hmm. thought I'd play and it didn't play. I was like, didn't place. Yeah, it's oh. paddy power are so weird because it, it they do you take you to deposit in place. You press it. It then deposits it and gives you a screen saying deposited. Yeah. And you have to then do a second Go click back. to get the oh, thing. Okay. Which I mean, if there's any paddy power developers that are in your UI, it's fucking shite. Learn from Bet365, learn from William Hill, you know, anyone. Pick, stop putting a stall screen in. So that's my uh, that's my pledge from this week. We've got a shot at uh, redemption for the charity bet next week because, Jerome, you're going to join us after the break and um, do your, your second guest spot on the show. Um, ready. So, yeah, rock, rock steady. So we've got, we've got picks coming up. Before that, I'd like to remind everyone it's the biggest week of the year for the Trample Bet podcast next week it is the Cheltenham Festival. Uh, myself, Gordo, Connor Mack and Dave Greenfield will be absolutely all over it with daily shows on our Patreon channel. Uh, so you go to patreon.com forward slash tramplebet or you go to the Patreon app and search for Trample Bet podcast. Join the club. It's £6 a month. Um, it really helps us out and you get access to all the Cheltenham content of which there will be a lot next week um you also get the middle section of this podcast which is um well everyone else here's a break jerome gordo and i will talk about picks that didn't make the show and just shoot the breeze generally about things we quite like that aren't in our our main pick section you get this podcast as a video as soon as we do it so this is tuesday evening so you'll get access to that straight away including the middle bit you also get a cheat sheet of everything that's written written down all the picks written down for the week so you don't have to sit in the second half of the show and take notes or try and remember one of the picks that you might potentially like for the weekend so absolutely loads of stuff and we'd love to see you over on patreon um especially for the cheltenham content that's coming up next week time for a break we'll see you shortly welcome back and now on to this week's picks. Jerome is staying with us for the second week running. Um, he said he wants redemption. I think he's going to get it. Um, so we, so here we go. As always, starting with the banker bets for this week. Um, I am in Denmark once again. One of my favourite leagues to be in the Danish Superliga. Sunday at three PM UK time for Bronby versus Aarhus. And I'm going to take Bronby here on the double chance. So home win or draw in this game, which is a massive price of one to three. I know one to three doesn't sound massive, but for how likely they are to not lose this game, that is huge. Um, Bromby have kept up winning ways. They beat Silkeborg away from home last week. Uh, they were my outsider at five to two. Um, so a cracking result. And that was third v fourth in the league. So they still set third. They're only three points behind FC Copenhagen who lead the league. They're level on points with second place Michelin. Copenhagen and Michelin 
play each other this weekend. So this is an excellent opportunity for Bronby to make a make a big move. Um, they're top of the five-game form table. They still have a perfect 15 points from the last five games. They have a massive 28 points from their last 10 league games. So quick maths there, nine wins and a draw. Like That's, that's tremendous. Aarhus are a mid-table team, five points in total from their last five matches. They're also substandard away from home. They've only taken nine points from 10 away games this season. And they're up against Bronby, who are the best home-performing team in the league with 23 points from 10 home games. Everything favours Bronby here. I fully expect Bronby to win the game. You can get that at almost even money. You can get, you can get a Bronby win at 19 to 20, which is really, really good. But for banker purposes, I think they're an absolute lock on the double chance. So home winner draw for Bronby at a 1-3 to three price tag. Yep, I like it in there. I thought you were about to change that to like just straight up Bronby. I was like, night of 10 in the old banker slot. That's a, that's a bold start to the podcast. I net my banker this week. I'm moving it into the value section. Um, yeah, I mean, sounds good, Andy. And, uh, you know, having, having seen them be quite good of recent, I would be comfortable to take them in the double chance, certainly in this. I'll probably even just have an ablat them straight up as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I am uh, moving to Turkey. For, for my banker this week, uh, moving away from the over 0.5 goals line. Not that it's let me down or anything, just didn't quite fancy it this week. Uh, and a game that ticks all of the boxes for what I think should be a good pick. So we have uh, Trabzonspor versus Gustepe. This is top of the form table versus bottom of the form table. 13 points from the last five, Trabzonspor versus zero points from the last five, Gustepe. Gustepe has scored six goals, conceded 13. Trabzonspor have scored 11, conceded four. Trabzonspor haven't lost a game at home in forever. Certainly on flash score, the last game they lost at home wasn't even in the league. It was against Roma in the Europa League qualification. So they're they're damn good at home. And out of their last kind of 10 games, they've drawn two and won eight. So that they've been very good in there. Uh, Gustepe's away form hasn't been very good. They've lost their last two in a row to Gersunyaspor and Hatchaspor. Um, they, they drew with Besiktas in the cup and then lost an extra time. This is, to me, a very clear-cut Trabzonspor win. Gestepe are right in the relegation playoff places. Uh, Trabzonspor are way to the top of the league. They're 67 points with the, the closest uh, rival underneath being uh, Konyaspor on 52. Interestingly enough for Trabzonspor as well, you look at their squad and there's quite a lot of guys there that you think they haven't just done the classic Turkish thing of like buying someone at the Premier League who's like 37 and been like, right, son, you're playing at striker for the next three years. Like they're, they're doing a lot of their own um, kind of generated talent in there and they've got a lot of pretty decent players in there. Um, so yeah, the, Andreas Cornelius is probably the most interesting one uh, in there. The, the, uh, formerly of Copenhagen and Atalanta and Parma and various different bits. And he's been banging so, them in. Swedish striker? Swedish, uh, uh, Danish striker. So um, Danish. Danish. Danish striker. And, uh, you know, they still have Gervinho in here, but he's not quite getting the, he's not quite getting the, the, the same game time he had before. Um, but yeah, so they've, they've been pretty good of recent. They're top of the table. I expect him to go on and win this game. And I think, frankly, the price of 7 11, 3 to 5, or 4 to 7 is big uh, in, in this slot. And I'm very happy to take them uh, to win. It's probably my biggest price banker in a long time. 4 to 7 on 3 6 5. Yeah. Pretty, pretty hefty. 
pretty hefty in there. That's a value pick for me. Um, so, yeah, I, happy with this as banker. And I will move you on to Mr. Redemption himself this week, Jerome, with the first part of it. So, okay, what so you at? Straight, straight to, this is this is my absolute banker. Barcelona at home to Osasuna at a, at a price of one to three. The only caveat is they're playing midweek in Europe, but I don't think that matters. Osasuna do not travel well against teams higher up in the league than them. When they did, Real Sociedad in their last five, Celta Vigo, they just lost and they don't score away at the big teams. So comfortably, I just like what Xavi's done at Barcelona and they're just flying. Loads of goals, they've scored two or more in the four of their last five home games. So I can't see Osasuna getting two goals at Barcelona. Once they get one, it's done. Yeah, yep. I mean, that, that result against uh, Atletico Madrid a couple of weeks ago has really done Barcelona a big turn. Like that, They beat them 4-2 at the, the camp now. And they actually went down 1-0 immediately. And you know, playing against Atletico Madrid, you go down 1-0, you lose 1-0. Like that's just how yep. the game goes. Yep. Um, but, you know, they scored three first half goals in that game. So uh, it's a good pick in there. Um, I wouldn't be touching it because I got well done by Osasuna last week. But um, yeah, for banker purposes and Barcelona, I think it's a good pick. I think it's a good pick too. On to the value picks then. Oh, in fact, I should probably price that up. Uh, 1.7 to 1 for the banker treble this week. That's, that's it's tight. It's tight. It's tight. Yeah. Yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty good. Um, on to the value picks then, where we try to find some value for you in around the even money slot, usually where we think uh, there's a better chance of the selection coming in and the bookies have priced it up. I have a nice early game, Friday morning, 10 a.m. UK time. So this is this is really early for the weekend podcast, which means we're in Japan for Kobe versus the Kashima Antlers. And a way win for the Antlers is 11 to 8, so almost 6 to 4. Really big price there. Kashima have started the J-League campaign pretty well. Six points from her opening three matches. Kobe only have three points. Now, I know that that's only three points behind Kashima, but they've played five games already. So they've played more games than anyone else and they've only managed three points from them. Uh, I think the Antlers are going to seriously challenge for the title this year. Um, they have the players and also the winning mentality to do so. Kobe will be mid-table, third quartile team. Odds of 11-8 to eight for Kashima are, are too big. I'd expect them to be more around the even money mark and I think as we get closer to the weekend, we'll see the price come down to around even money. So if you can get them at 11-8 to eight now, there's your value. Place in the value slot there. So, uh, yeah, and I think the earliest game we have ever had on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. Friday, Friday, Friday morning. Uh, it's nice that there's less pressure on my uh, Liga National pick now on Friday night. So that, that's good. I, well, unsurprisingly, I take you to the Liga National for mine. Um, this is at six o'clock on Friday night. Um, it is Le Mans versus Boulogne. And I really fancy a Le Mans home win here at just over even money, 11 to 10. Now, the Liga Nationale, which is the French third division, for I haven't been in it in a wee while, so I'll do a bit of re-explaining, um, is incredibly tight uh, between third place Bourgogne Bress on forty-three points, and well, eighth place Sedan on thirty-eight. There's a, a whole bunch of teams all there uh, contending for getting into the playoff place for the the, the second division in France. Uh, Le Mans have been pretty good of recent. Uh, 
They're the seventh best home team in the league. They're formed. They're the 10th best team uh, in form at the moment, taking seven points from the last five games. They win a lot of their games at home. They beat Laval uh, 2-0 in their, their last home game. They lost to Bergen Bress, who are challenging for the title, which isn't you know too bad. They beat Scholey. They beat Chateau in there. Boulogne are the worst team in the Liga Nationale. They haven't won an away game in 10 with uh, eight losses and two draws in there. Um, they've been dreadful of recent and they, they just look like, I mean, if you look at their uh, their flash score kind of run, uh, there's no green. It's all red and red and orange. It's not a, not a pretty sight if you're a Boulogne fan. Um, and yeah, I just, I, I don't think they've got much of a chance here. Le Mans actually done me midweek uh, by beating Concarno, who are one of the best teams in the league and standing certainly, um, they're they're in second position. Uh, they beat Concarno one 0 away from home, uh, and they'll be taking a lot of that momentum into this game. And they should see off a rather sorry Boulogne here. So getting them at the odds of eleven to ten here, and I like the pick. The only thing is, they, they, there's no early payout in this league. So when they're up two 0 within five minutes, I'll just have to sweat it for the rest instead of receiving my cold hard cash. So yeah, you know something else. Yeah, no, yeah, fingernails will hopefully remain intact. I'd need them about 3 0 at half time by then. Um, but yeah, so what you got in the value slot? So it's Nottingham Forest against Reading, English Championship, Saturday, three o'clock. So the reason is, is because I feel like seven to 10, Nottingham Forest, they have to stay in contention for the playoffs. They can't slip up. There's not that many games left of the season. They want to catch teams like Lou and Middlesbrough to stay in the playoff shakeup. So they have to keep winning, have to be relentless. They got talents with like Brennan Johnson and Lewis Graben. So they got lots and lots of firepower, especially in the championship with teams above Burnley, Crystal Palace, one in Brennan Johnson, like he's a hot property. Even Bayern Munich mentioned for him. And Redden, they're just above the relegation zone, but they got a little bit of a buffer where I feel like the motivation might not be there. Like in their last in their last five games away from home. I think they've only won one. So they concede lots of goals. They don't score many goals. So it's just a recipe for disaster. Last game out away, they lost 4-1 to Blackpool. Yeah, I mean, Brennan Johnson's been ridiculous of recent. Like, he's, he, to me, he is the most Borussia Dortmund signing ever. Like, he's definitely a guy that, like, see when you look at him, he's like... Mixed mix race. Yeah. Nippy, dribbler. Yeah, he's just he's just suits, he suits the, the the Borussia Dortmund style well of like super high press because he's one of these guys who's like he's been playing for the under twenty he played for Nottingham Forest under twenty threes when he was like fourteen like he was just stupidly good at football and then this season he's obviously tearing up the championship he's, he, he thirty four games scored ten goals and like he's he's not even played as an out and out forward really like he's he's a, yeah. he's a support man um so yeah i think i think he's going to be good he's been hotly tipped as well i think he's he got a couple of starts in the uh, the wells national team as well for the um at the previous qualification okay. so i uh, yeah I, I i like forest here um they were decent in the cup uh last night as well so um yeah good pick Perfect. yeah and combine if you wanted to combine them, the value treble this week's over seven and a half to one, which which sounds pretty good because I'm pretty confident in mine. We all seem pretty confident in our respective picks. Like Onto the outsiders, and the outsiders where we've been having a lot of success recently. Um, 
I think I'm ki- I must be kicking this off. I've got another Friday game uh, for my outsider. English Championship at eight o'clock on Friday night for West Brom versus Huddersfield. Huddersfield are second in the league. They have 62 points from 36 games. West Brom are way back in 13th with 49 points from 35 games. Form-wise, Huddersfield, second most informed team in the league, 13 points from their last five matches, whereas West Brom have only managed four points from their last five matches. Huddersfield performed well on the road. Uh, they've also won the last two meetings of the sides, played in 2021 and 2020. 11-4 to four for a Huddersfield win here, which I think is just too big. It's almost 3-1. I, I wouldn't back it's anything near West you look Brom, at, man. When you look at that game, historically, Huddersfield against West Brom, you just think there's no way Huddersfield can win that. But like Steve Bruce has gone in there and it's been an absolute shit show. Yeah, it has. It's been really bad. And Huddersfield are on a tear. They're one of the most important. They're second in the league. And they didn't get there by accident. They've played 36 games. Yeah. But, uh, they're, do you, you know, do you, they're there on merit. Would you agree that Huddersfield are like the least team you'd think that are second in the league ever? Oh, yeah. You if you asked me where Huddersfield were, I'd be like ninth, mate. The ninth. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> like a bowl on it. You're, you're just telling me they're in the automatics. Are, are you lying to me? Like, it's not seriously second. So I think that I think I think that attitude is is prevalent, and I think that's one of the reasons why they're such a massive price. Um, so I'm happy to jump on that massive price and 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 hope they do the business again. Almost three to one. That's big. It's really big for a team that's that got that many more points this season. Because like, like I said, it's a theme of mine. But every team that scores goals, it at least gives you a chance at something, and they score consistently. Yeah. You don't get many nil games with Huddersfield. Yeah. No, I, I, decent. I mean, I say decent pick in there. Just West Brom. Oh, I, they're one they're of your Stoke, that, aren't they? Yeah, I just anytime I back them, they're them and Fulham. Like it doesn't matter what Fulham are doing. Like as, as soon as I put money on them, just it's like my day's ruined. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I am. I, I, obviously, we've been on the podcast this week, traveling far and wide with some of our picks and scenic locations, like you know, beautiful Denmark, south of France for me. Uh, nice turkey as well so some 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 interesting locations I take us to Falkirk for the next one uh, versus Airdrie uh, a game that no one will remember um, so this is Falkirk versus Airdrie here I really like Airdrie um, away from home at 13 to 8 or 17 to 10 depending on what bookie you're going to get them at um, Airdrie are on a tear in the Scottish League one at the moment uh, second position in the kind of the championship promotion uh, spots They've got six points on Metro's below them, uh, and they're only five points behind Cove Rangers, who have you know been a barnstorming uh, addition to this league. Falkirk aren't far behind; they've got thirty-seven points. Uh, they're in fifth spot, so they'll be pushing for the promotion places. They're two of the most formed teams in the league. Airdrie have taken uh, eleven points from the last five. Falkirk have taken eight. That takes them at first and third in that division. The reason I like this: they're both two very strong teams that you can make a case for either winning. Airdrie have won four of the last five times they've played each other and they've won three in a row when they've been playing at Falkirk. Um, it's a bit of a bizarre one in there that like, if you ask me who, who'd won more games between Airdrie and Falkirk, I'd pick Falkirk every time. It's not, it's Airdrie in this spot. And uh, this isn't even as if it's like, uh, the last, last five games were like, 
1997. Yeah, 96, 85, <laughs> and uh, they met in the milk cup in the 70s. Um, but no, it's not that. They've played five times in uh, 22 and 21. It just so happens they played in the cup a couple of times and things like that as well. So, um, yeah, Airdrie have won four out of the five meetings they've played um, and the last three they've played at Falkirk. So um, they've won them 3-0, 1-0 and 2-1 in there as well. So it's not as if they're, they're, they're you know, it's all 1-0 wins. I just like Airdrie in this spot here. It wouldn't surprise me if this game was a draw, truly, but I think I'd be much more interested in taking Airdrie uh, at 13-8. to eight. So I'm going to take Airdrie at Falkirk this week at 13-8. to eight. Jerome, what you got in the outsider one? So I don't know how you pronounce their name, but it's NEC. NEC. Yeah, again, in, in the Eredivisie against, against Groningen. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's, Michael it's, Garrett might pull me up for this, but it's Nijmegen. Yeah, it's Nijmegen, Nijmegen versus Groningen is the two uh, mm. is the two teams. So yeah, we've been we've been pulled up on our Dutch pronunciations before. So that's why we that's why we've got this. Like so, uh, yeah, that's why that's why we'll refer to them. To pronounce. Yeah. We'll refer to them as NEC. There yes. you go. Yeah, NEC. So I just feel like they played each other recently in the cup, and NEC won two one. At, at Groningen's ground, they've won three and drawn one of their last five away, lost one, and Groningen have lost to a team in the relegation zone at home in their last five. I don't feel like it will be a blowout. I feel like it will be tight. But as I said, me personally, with outsiders, I just like the bigger odds. It's like mm. three to one, and I just like the price of three to one for NEC. Yeah, I mean Nijmegen have won their, their, their away form has been really good they've, they've won five out of their last seven away from home yeah. uh, they lost to Vitesse which is loud in there but they beat Willem Tvai who are awful except when I back them and then they're fucking sensational uh, well sorry when I back against them uh, they beat the go ahead Eagles Camboer and um, you know they, they beat Heronvein in there so I think it's a, a decent pick I, I, it's not a league I, like, I would go too much because I, I keep getting burnt there, um, but I'm happy for someone else to be happy for someone else to take a stab at the the air since, since they added early payout on this season, I like it a bit more. Yeah, I like it, it a bit better. It wasn't. Yeah, no, excellent, mate. That, that, uh, good pick in there, and I hope to see it sailing. I like I like the odds as well, Jerome. I like I, I like for and I talked about it in the middle section of the show. I like finding games that essentially are coin flips. And picking the team that's three to one, like you're, you, you know, you're going to do well over the wrong, the long run if you can do that. So the three to one shout is good. So a couple of three to one shouts, and then a thirty. Because you only need one win in four to break even. So correct, yeah. exactly. You only need to be hitting twenty five percent of the time. So yeah. it's pretty good. Um, so two of them and a thirteen to eight shot, which is about the same price as my value pick. Come on, Gordon. My, same price as my value pick from last week, but they get fucked three 0 What does it matter? Like it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, the price doesn't matter if it loses. Yeah. But um, combining two, those, two... Two... sorry, you two continue, continue. <laughs> no, 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 go for it, go for it. I was just going to say off, off. Personally, you two are wrong. Sheffield United are winning two 0 so I know. You, you we were talking about this I, 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 slightly off camera. That I, I myself, and Andy are in a, in a football ACA group where uh, we pick five teams, and you know, uh, every week, and at the end of the season, they tote up who wins, and uh, you know, various different bits. And I said to 
uh, Jerome before the podcast that the only shared team me and Andy had was Sheffield United versus uh, Sheffield uh, United versus Middlesbrough, and that was going to be the team that let us down, and they're two 0 up within twenty seven minutes. <laughs> so I do. I haven't had alerts on for this, so uh, yeah. I was unaware of how my fa- my five team ACA was currently looking in play, <laughs> but I will. Um, I want to tell that now. But anyway, the odds of the outsiders, if you want to put them all together as a treble, it's almost 40 to 1. Um, so I will put 40 to on 1. That. Yeah, 38.37 to 1 at bet 365. If you went somewhere else, I'm sure you could get I'm sure you could hit the 40. Uh so are we uh are we tricksy as I normally do, requiring only two of them to come in, which we've been very good at lately, would be a nice result. All three would be tremendous. Is, is it okay to be selfish and just say anyone but me losing it if it does? That's all I'm asking. <laughs> we'll get them all. Let's get them all. Um, <laughs> on to the charity pick then. So £10 of our own money, um, a selection from each of us, and all proceeds and returns go to a charity of our choosing, which this week will be Gordon's pick because he is backing it again. We have a very democratic system here of if you if it's your pick that lets it down and the other person's pick wins you back the charity bit so you're backing it again i've previously said that this isn't a good system and it should be whoever lets it down earliest but that we we had the conversation about this which leads to people picking like when's your game oh it's (laughs) sunday night oh i'll be on monday at 7 p.m then (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah so i'll be back again this time and hopefully we'll get a, a wee winner for us well, there's a good chance, G-Man, that next week it will be me backing it because I am touching kryptonite uh, in Japan on Sunday at six in the morning uh, with the Urawa Red Diamonds away at Sagan Tosu. Um, Urawa went about their business last week really well. A comfortable 2-0 win at home against Shonen Belmere. And that's the, that's the sort of result that should be business as usual for Urawa. Um Sagan Tosu's last seven games have been four draws and three losses. They haven't they haven't won since since eight games ago. Urawa have had a shaky start. Okay, but over the course of the season, they, I'm confident they will be at the top end of this league. Um, they got back to winning ways last week. Getting better than even money for them to win here is decent. I wouldn't be interested if they were odds on, but the fact they're thirteen to ten, I think is you know you're going to win more than not backing the Urawa Red Diamonds this season. So getting them at a bigger than even price against a team that's going to be, you know, bottom, mid-bottom table is a good price and you, sh- you should take it if you can get it. So 13 to 10 for the Urawa Red Diamonds. Charity leg number one. Yeah, I mean, as long as it's, you know, the uh, <laughs> not the plumbers that show up and it's the actual footballers that show up this week, is fine. I mean, to be fair, there, uh, there's Urawa on paper are fantastic. They just very often don't play on paper. (laughs) They spend quite a lot of time just uh, deciding to play like absolute shit. Um, But anyway, hopefully they win the league this season because I have a a bet on them to do that as well. But uh, there's another team in the charity selection that also have a season-long bet on winning the league and this is Paris FC and that's who I'm going to be taking in the charity slot um, this week. They're actually second in the league at the moment, five points behind Toulouse, who are probably going to win the league. They, uh, Toulouse have been fantastic and continue to do so. They're playing against uh, New York this week, so this is Paris FC versus New York. New York are the worst form team in the league over the last five games, losing all five on the spin and conceding 
<laughs> losing 1-0 the last four games they've played home and away and losing 3-1 the game before that. So they, they just can't buy a win at the moment. Um, and they've been pretty good before that, which is a bit odd. So they're in a bit of a, a downward spiral. Paris FC have been pretty good in this last slot in the last five games they've played. They've drawn two and won three. Um, and that includes a couple of games in there against uh, some other teams towards the top of the table. Um the last three home games uh, have been good. The hoodoo is against them in this game uh, and that New York have never lost at Paris FC uh, in their last five games. They've played there, winning three times and drawing two. But I feel this is the time, much like Huddersfield uh, versus West Brom. I believe this is the time for uh, you know Paris FC to strike here. New York have just not been playing well. And I think this was heading towards a banker for me but it was just too high odds at 8 to 11 or 7 to 11 depending on where you take it 5 to 7 uh, and I, I thought Tribs on just bought it. they've got a similar kind of read up as Tribs on just bought in that they're playing the, the worst team in the league uh, on form uh, so yeah this is this is Saturday at 6 o'clock for me so uh, this is not a league that offers 2-0 payouts because teams in this league consistently give up 2-0 leads, uh, so Bet365 just wouldn't be on that. Um, but yeah, I like them in the charity slot this time. I, I think they're a good pick. And I look forward to uh, not putting on the charity this week or putting on again after we've won. It doesn't matter. Uh, so, Jerome, what have you got in this 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 area? Saturday again, League One in England, 7-11. to 11. Sheffield Wednesday at home against Cambridge. Okay. Sheffield Wednesday is an absolute fortress then at home they they only lost in the year 2022 to Rotherham at home who obviously top of the league but that other than that they've only conceded four goals and scored 10 and they're coupled with Cambridge's away form of their last five they've lost four and drawn one conceded 12 goals so it's no no defence against a solid defence and attack just everything points to Sheffield Wednesday at home and as I said earlier, when Sheffield Wednesday, they're going to go one nut. Cambridge can't score two. They can't score two away from home. So we just need an early Sheffield Wednesday goal. And it's a wrap. I like the football they play. Barry Bannon in the centre mid, just spraying it around. Like, Scottish, so you like him. Yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with any Barry Bannon references. Um, so, yeah, I mean... I- not a league again that I, I I do well in picking teams in, but you know, Sheffield Wednesday in there. They've got Callum Patterson, I know as well, who and yeah. Callum Patterson is uh, Florian Camberry is is currently playing with them as well, who 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 uh, will be uh, very well known to anyone who has watched the SPL or even the uh, Swiss the Swiss Super League because I believe he went to St Gallen for a couple a couple of, a couple of games. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's a, a, a a decent pick in there. I, it's not again, not a league that I, I specialize in. Andy, what's your thoughts on it? Are you you content with this? Are you thinking it's absolutely be a content? Success? Yeah, well, we, we shall see. The dodgiest one's my selection um, with the with the Euro or Red Diamonds, but I'm trying to boost those odds. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, hopefully it all rests on that when it when it when it rolls around to it. ten pound of our own money on it at five point five five to one. 65 quid for charity if it comes in which would be a fantastic result when it comes in and depending if I back it if it's in play halfway through (laughs) maybe I'll put a fucking tenner on at that point Um, but yeah but yeah so and I'm looking forward to the charity rolling in this week that was the podcast Uh, thank you to everyone for listening as always 
Um, special thanks again to our Patreon members. We'd love every one of you to come and join us on Patreon. Help support the podcast for £6 a month. Patreon.com forward slash Trampled Bet or download the Patreon app. It's a really good app um, and search Trampled Bet Podcast. You can join the club there. Get access to the cheat sheets. All of those picks are written down for you and you can ping them up on your phone rather than having to try and remember them all. You get the middle section where we gave a whole host of extra picks, extra content podcasts, which is very appropriate right now because it's Cheltenham next week and we will be all over that. There'll be daily shows from myself, Bordo, Connor and Dave um, taking you through every single race in the Cheltenham Festival and what we all fancy for that and pointing out the best bookie offers as well because there will be a whole host of them in various ways that you can get free bets and enhance your odds and just generally get interested in the festival. So please do join us on Patreon. We also have a Facebook group, a free Facebook group full of great content. It's got over 200 members where we all talk about the bets we like for the weekend um, across a whole host of sports. We've got experts in rugby, wrestling, UFC, baseball, darts, wherever, wherever you can think of, it's in there. So come, come and join us in that. And you can also join the syndicate. There's a wee trample bet syndicate for, for Cheltenham where we all chip in some money. Um, come to a consensus using the Facebook polls process and play the tote play spot, which uh, is always good fun, Gordo. If it's anything like Thursday of last year, I am I am very interested in the in this continuum where I believe was it the first five races that uh, yeah, we that, got, that, that we picked uh, winners for. So yeah, we got the first five and took it into the final sixth race, and our selection did not place. But it's <laughs> it's a it's a great way of staking small to potentially win very big, um, and it's also good fun as well. So if that's your thing, have a wee look at our Facebook group and ask to get involved in the syndicate. Jerome, thanks very much for joining us again this week. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for man. having me again. Thank you. Yeah. We shall see you next week to recap what we hope has been a very successful week. We'll see you then. 12 out of 12 coming up. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Gordon, good to speak to you. I will see you next week for Cheltenham. Fantastic. I cannot wait. Thanks all for listening. We'll see you next time. Happy hunting. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.